This host was born in Utah. <laughs> Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Bobby Rossi. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 92.3. 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Well, item is uh, about the approval of the deed for the city of Milton. I know many of you had the opportunity to be here with us on Monday to speak on this. Um, absolutely everybody has the opportunity to speak today. I would ask you, I think, uh, I can only speak for myself and not the other board members, but as an adult, uh, I can comprehend when you tell me something on Monday and I don't necessarily need to hear the exact same thing on Thursday, uh, but it, you are more than welcome to when you speak on it, say whatever you want. This is uh, Commissioner Sam Parker, and I know there's a weird hum in the audio. It was in their original feed. Uh, Santa Rosa County is aware of the problem. They're going to fix it for next time. But uh, Sam Parker basically saying, look, uh, you don't have to repeat what you said on Monday and previously. I've heard what you had to say. If you got something new to say, then by all means. But I'm a grown man. I, you know, I, I can learn it when you tell me one time. If there's something new to be brought to light that you please bring that to the board, um, Otherwise, I personally don't need to hear the, the exact same testimony over and over that I just heard three days ago and that I heard in December as well. I, good work, Sam. And he, he probably saved us like an hour <laughs> from that. But the people who were there to protest the transfer of the 100 uh, acres over to the wastewater treatment plant for the spray field, well, the rapid infiltration basins uh, for the city of Milton, uh, that did not dis discourage them from speaking. And some of them spoke vehemently, as they do. Um, you know, and, and I mentioned this before, and I, I told uh, David we had a quote from, uh, from the uh, movie Tombstone. The guy who was very menacing the first time he had gotten up on the, the Monday and kind of that thousand-yard stare, like, hmm, and kind of made me feel like, man, you know, um, just <sighs> too much. Uh, but then he spoke again, and you'll hear it in his tone. And I understand why. You know, I understand why the people who – thought that or think that still falsely think that somehow or other this wastewater treatment plant is going to either discharge into the black water which the current one does by the way um, or that it's going to somehow like fall off the hill and you're going to have this giant you know deposit of manure or whatever and it just it's crazy some of the things that these people believe but if you believed that of course you'd be worked up of course you'd sign a petition online that says that i would even though that's false, <laughs> but they showed up and they were very angry, as this person was. So I've got a daughter on the way. I decided after getting out of the Army from Fort Bragg, North Carolina, where they ruined Cape Fear and all their rivers, to move back here. And if this passes, you threaten my health, my family's health, and this community's health. And I have the knowledge to prove it. Do not threaten my family. There is one quote from a famous movie I know you've all watched, Tombstone. And I'm going to quote Doc Holliday on this. I will be your Huckleberry. That's all I have to say. 
So, yeah. And I, what I was thinking is, well, I'm glad there's deputies around just to be sure everything's okay. You know, that's why you have them. So, anyway, uh, Alex Andrade, it was kind of interesting because, you know, you know Alex primarily as our representative. But Alex is also the attorney for the city of Milton. And he was there speaking at the county commission meeting, not in his capacity as his as representative, but in his capacity as attorney, even though obviously he draws on both whenever he's working. And he really gave what I thought was a definitive set of comments. I don't call it called a speech, but a definitive set of comments on the topic that were designed to kind of point out what is relevant and what is not and to answer the objections and to kind of clarify, which is how his brain works. It's a very logical sort of brain. I'll play those for you here in just a second, but I did want to share that with you because I thought it was, you know, if you didn't attend the meeting and you had concerns, this might answer. And and maybe it won't. I mean, I you know, I can't answer everybody's objections and people are still going to often have them even when you do answer them. But anyway, I'll get that for you in a second. Let's get Candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. Uh, sure. Watch for areas of uh, construction, certainly, like uh, near the scenic highway exit on I-10, but it's not slowing anything down. Just you know, be aware. Highway 90 clear from Milton into Pea Ridge into Pace. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now, Alex is going to use a word here, Germanity, and I, this is, I'm going to, I'm going to insult somebody by saying this, but I feel like I need to say it. This is not about being German. (laughs) This is about the argument being relevant to the question at hand, being germane, okay? Uh, But just here you go. Uh, In my role as a state representative, we talk a lot about germanity. Um, And uh, germanity um, is important in this process of decision-making because without enforcing germanity rules, you run the risk of conflating two completely separate issues to try and achieve a a separate effect. The issue of germanity here um, is one of the decision that you actually have to make today. Um, The plant site, the site for where the water will be treated, has been set and decided and permitted by DEP. Uh, The plant will be a tertiary plant built to the highest standards possible, built to building codes that have been developed since 2007, the highest building codes um, this region has ever seen. The plant decision has been made. Any criticisms of the plant itself, the operation of the plant, are criticisms that are not germane to the discussion today. 100% accurate. Okay? And and by the way, conflate is the other word he used. That's to push two things together and forget that they're actually two separate things. So he's saying that, look, the issue about how you don't want the plant to be built on the site that is there to the north and the west of the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office complex off like towards the water, but not next to the water. Um, that's one set of issues, but that's not relevant for today because the decision to build the plant on that site has already been made, already been permitted. That's not an issue. The issue is the 100 acres east of there and using that as a rapid infiltration basin site that's the only issue that matters. And he's right that about 80 to 90% of the comments that were made over the whole hor- history of this topic were not about the 100 acres, but about the location of the plant. And that's what the petition that was misleading is all about and everything else. So he says, from a Germanity perspective, you know, if you all have been running this meeting right, uh, <laughs> you would have told people that's not on this topic, stay on topic, which they won't. The only issue is where that wastewater, once it's treated, which becomes just about drinking water, not quite, you know, it's not, but, you know, Randy Jorgensen drinking, I would drink it. It's very, very clean. It's usable for spray fields, usable for watering your lawn and that kind of stuff. And he says, um, this has been the key part of this proposal for two years now and all the grants that we've write, we've written. 
the the rib site that's been proposed and 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 negotiated between the county and the city um, that site has been the site that has been part of every application for for grants and for support from from the federal and the state government for the past two years um, and the memorandum of agreement um, is essentially the path forward to finalize and allow for the construction of the plant and the site at the site that has been decided since 2009. In other words, the plant is going there. The only question is where does the treated water that comes out of the plant go? And that's what this 100 acres is about. And again, even that was already decided back in May of last year. It was only the technical changes to the parcel description that were being approved, really, and the finalized version of that agreement to you know trade it for future capacity for wastewater treatment. And so he says, look, if for whatever reason you decide not to do this, the only thing that's going to change is where we have to send that water when we're done treating it. And that just means that all of the grant money tied to all of this is going to go away. And the thing is just going to cost the ratepayers, citizens, more money. That's all that's going to happen. It's not like the plant's not going to get built there. The only issue today is whether or not this plant will be able to be built on time to meet the grant requirements that are, that are in place. If it's not built on time, the plant will still be built at the site that it's been sited at, because that is city-controlled city controlled land, it's already been the subject of DEP approval. The plans have already been developed by the engineers. The only ones who, who are qualified to design this plant to the safe standard that it is. The only question is whether or not the grant funds from the federal and state government will be able to be used or whether or not they will be lost. If they are lost, the plant will still be built, but it will be built on the backs of ratepayers at a significantly higher cost. Yeah, like their rates are going to go up 60%. Randy Jorgensen did some of the math. You know, you pay 100 bucks a month, it's going to be 160 a month if we have to bond that what 50 million, 40 million, something like that that they're, you know, they've got already grant funded for it. So he basically explains that in the time frame and that the two issues are in fact separate even though they're being mushed together. And then when he got all done, given what I thought was a very clear, lucid, he's a lawyer, that's his job, a very clear, lucid speech, somebody in the audience complained or grumbled or said something, I couldn't make it out. Dan Mullins. No comments from the audience, please. That's Colton Wright. That'll serve as the, that will serve as the only warning. If there are outbursts from the audience, the deputy has permission to go ahead and remove somebody. No more outbursts from the audience. You've got to be respectful. Appropriate. Appropriate. And then Sam Parker had come forward and said, you know, I got an idea. You know, this hundred, I'm kind of talking like Sam, uh, got this hundred acres <laughs> that we're giving y'all. Uh, why don't we give you the whole 302 acres? There's another 200 acres on that site that is not usable for anything by anybody ever for anything. Otherwise, if it were, we'd be building things on it and we're not. Why don't we just give you all of that and you can use it however you will? Wouldn't And I, I would have just, I can't imagine what the faces of the critics were. <laughs> What? No. So in the end, okay, in the end, James Calkins says, look, we haven't talked about that before. That's a brand new thing. I'm not going to vote for that. But um, I will vote for the 100 acres. So he and Sam Parker and Colton Wright voted for the 100 acres. Uh, Carrie Smith, who I think Carrie's actually been doing a really good job. I did not understand his position on this topic, but he was opposed. He thought maybe they could have a meeting of the minds and figure out something else, but they've been doing that for a long time now and haven't figured out anything else. And Ray Eddington, who never gave an explanation for his point of view, except that I think the people who supported him for office, this was a key issue to them, and that's why he's opposed to it. But in the end, you know, they basically said, look, um, 
Now, even the uh, even the engineer, the uh, public works guy, sorry, not the engineer, the uh, public works guy, the director, Joe Cook, who spoke in the county uh, in the city council meeting for Milton, got up and spoke briefly. James Calkins asked for his opinion. I just have uh, one last question. Uh, I want to ask the, the gentleman that was at the uh, Milton City Council meeting, uh, Mr. Cook, to come up to the mic and. Uh... You were on Andrew McKay this morning, too. <laughs> yeah. Radio fan. He was. We played a bunch of his very good speech, and he basically says, look, this site is perfect. Quit it. <laughs> that's what he said. I'm the only one in this room that's built a handful of these waste uh, places, and this is better than any of the other locations I've built at. Shh. So they voted three to two, and it's done. That's it. I mean, people can still shout and yell and scream, and if they want to bring lawsuits, maybe they will, but it's essentially over. The decisions have all been made, and the city of Milton can finally move forward with making this essential project. 622 on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. This is Mike Wiggins. I don't have to tell you that winter can be tough on our lawns and gardens, but there is much to be done, such as planting winter annuals and getting ready for spring. And remember, if you've got lawn and garden questions, we've got the answers on the Garden Line every Tuesday morning from 9 until 10 and 8 to 9 on Saturdays. The Garden Line, only on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support. Datarevs.com. Listen to news radio on air at 92.3 FM, 95.3 FM, AM 1620, and online at newsradio923.com. Download our mobile app or listen through Alexa. How was school? Worst day of my life. What do you think? I'm back! Get up off of that thing! Worst day of my life. What do you think? 624 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, California getting ready for some more snow and rain this week. Of course, they've had a lot of uh, destructive storms here over the last couple weeks. Got claimed at least 19 lives in some areas there, say they've already gotten their annual rainfall amount in just the last two weeks. Uh, in Newport News, Virginia, they've decided to uh, keep an elementary school closed for another week. This is after that teacher was apparently shot by a six-year-old at the campus uh, earlier this month. And 72 people aboard a, a plane are feared dead after that crash in Nepal. It was meant to be a routine 27-minute trip from Kathmandu to Pakara, but crashing just a mile from its final destination, the new international airport in the popular hiking city of Pakara. And uh, local media reports in, uh, in Nepal are saying that there were no survivors. There were about 68 people on this plane and four crew members. I don't know. There was some video that surfaced online yesterday. I don't know if you saw that. but I think I saw part of it. It looked pretty hairy to me. What I what I think I saw, yeah. There was one that uh, apparently a passenger was live streaming on Facebook as the plane went down, and it was just mm. horrific to mm. watch. So, 
All right, David. Thanks so much for the update. Uh, Candy's got traffic on the fives. And this is brought to you by ACUA. Uh, Berry Hill Road, Donkwood Drive, not showing any problems. Hamilton Bridge Road, also clear. Same with Glover and Willard Norris. Help ACUA ensure recyclable materials are processed correctly and keep the recycling program on track. Go to livegreenecua com or download the Recycle Coach app today. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Uh, something that kind of interesting that I saw was uh, there have been pushes in some place to get people to throw out less food. You know, which, I mean, generally speaking, this is something that, you know, for example, uh, poverty advocates have been talking about for years, right? The amount of waste in food. And if we can figure out a way to, you know, waste less, then maybe there'd be more food available for others or something like that. Well, there's a whole new uh, push in this regard. There's a woman named uh, Susan Shane who wrote a piece for The New York Times And she said, what you don't understand is that it violates the modern religion. That's my words, not her. Uh, She says greenhouse gases. The greenhouse gas. The crew blues for every single diaper. Post kids. The greenhouse gas emissions made by when you put food in the ground, uh, carbon dioxide as it decomposes in the landfills. And so food is the number one item into our landfills, and therefore it's a factor in the additional emissions and also the transportation and production of that food. So uneaten food is a planet no-no. Well, I say that it's a violation of the new religion. Um, so she says it's a big carbon footprint when you waste foods. And there's uh, the Columbus Area Solid Waste Authority of Central Ohio, or SWACO. It's kind of a cool acronym. Uh, they have been pushing to try to get people to discard less food. And basically what they have done is they've taken a big advertising campaign out to try to tell the average family that they waste $1,500 a year on food that they're not eating. Um, and the way they did this is they actually paid consultants to go dig through the garbage, weighing and measuring the food waste. Can you imagine a worse job <laughs> of going through people's garbage? And as he says, I mean, not to mess your whole day up, but sorting through diapers, cat litter, fistfuls of maggots, I, like all the worst thing you can possibly imagine in order to come up with what they say is the accurate amount of 21 or sorry of um $1500 a year is costing the average and as they went through this campaign and then they followed up later after the campaign 21% drop in the volume of food waste discarded so that's great news I mean, look, whether you accept the, you know, environmentalist religion of global climate change caused by human behavior or not, that's a good thing, right? Waste is bad. Uh, Waste uses up resources. Waste is, you know, if you have a conservative viewpoint, you want to not waste things. You want to not be damaging the environment. You want to not be squandering resources. It doesn't necessarily mean there'll be more available for, you know, poor people, but there at least won't be more wasted and waste is, and we're trying to conserve the landfill space and all of that. So anyway, uh, $22,000, uh, at the Hillard County school district in 2018 led to changes in the elementary schools. And, uh, they've saved that money for the school year because of a hundred tons of food, not ending up in landfills because the students were eating their food. And by the way, there's a lot of that too. The by product of like the Michelle Obama era of the food that you had to get that the kids would just throw out. So 
listen, again, I disagree with the motives <laughs> for why they're doing it, but I fully agree with the idea of trying to get people to waste less food and not throw out food and be more, you know, don't buy it if you're not going to use it. Don't put it on your plate if you're not going to eat, you know, all of that kind of stuff. So four, three, seven, or the flip side is uh, don't just throw it out. You know, I'm a doggy bag kind of person myself. So, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, save the leftovers and don't cook new food. You know, all of those things contribute. Five, uh, six twenty nine here on News Radio ninety two three. What else do we have going on? Oh, if you are um, getting ready to get that next vehicle, I, I couldn't tell you how strongly I recommend Frontier Motors. I mean, they are a fantastic place to buy a car. One of the things that we found is that most used car places, my experience is, they are interested in you for that transaction. They are interested in getting you to buy that car, and then they hope they never have to see you again. I mean, they'd love to see you a second or third time, maybe, but they're hoping that you never come back and complain. Whatever. Well, Frontier is the exact opposite. What they're trying to do is they're trying to sell you your next 10 cars. And the reason I know that is because they follow up with you after the sale. Is everything okay? Is there anything we can fix? Is there any problem? They want you so thrilled with a used car buying experience that after the fact, they follow up with you. I mean, I can't. I will never. I can't imagine buying a used car from anybody else. And they're good quality used cars, one, two, three years old at great prices. Frontier Motors, serving the Pensacola community for 25 years behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. News. I'm Chris Foster. There are events around the country celebrating Martin Luther King Jr. Day. President Joe Biden will join Reverend Al Sharpton and the National Action Network for the annual MLK Day breakfast. President Biden will deliver the keynote address as leaders like former Speaker Nancy Pelosi will be honored. Fox's Ryan Schmelz in Alabama and Mississippi. It's also Robert E. Lee Day honoring the Confederate Civil War general. There's a search for survivors and bodies in the rubble of an apartment building hit by a Russian missile in Ukraine. A whole section of a nine-story block collapsed when the missile hit the city of Dnipro. At least 35 are dead, with around the same number missing. The mayor says there may be no further survivors. Fox's Jonathan Savage. University of Alabama basketball player Darius Miles and another man are charged with the murder of a woman in Alabama, firing shots, police say, into a car after a small argument. The school says Miles has been removed from the team and campus. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. It's 631 at News Radio 92.3. Right now, we've got 47 degrees. It is partly cloudy in Pensacola. And it's Mardi Gras season. There were some big crowds last night in uh, Seville Square downtown for the 7th annual pin and bead swap. Now, it's not just a chance for area crews to swap pins and beads. It's also a fundraiser for area charities. All the diapers come in from all the different crew members that are working today. And the crew blues for every single diaper box they receive, they give a pin for donating the diapers. So every year people collect the pins to get for the diaper drive. The diapers are the number one thing that Gulf Coast Kids House has needed for years. So we always try to make sure that the Mardi Gras season is about the kids and that's what we're here to do. And of course, as you'd expect, the event also included various forms of entertainment. More than 20 different crews were involved. A Pensacola woman has died after having a medical episode while driving and apparently crashing into a pole yesterday. Happened near Lillian Highway and the Admiral Mobile Home Park. Florida Highway Patrol says the 65-year-old woman crashed as a result of a medical problem. She was taken to the hospital by EMS later, pronounced dead. That investigation is still ongoing. And two people were taken to the hospital after a rollover crash in Cantonment over the weekend. Florida Highway Patrol says in this case that one happened on Highway 29 near Wellline Road. And troopers say the crash involved a cargo van and a minivan. Both drivers were taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries.
Santa Rosa County Sheriff says a uh, homeowner probably isn't going to face charges after shooting a person through his front door in Gulf Breeze on Saturday. We believe the actual shooting is going to be a stand-your-ground issue. Sheriff Bob Johnson does say that while the homeowner probably won't be charged for the shooting, they could face other charges based on things that were found during the investigation. The person that was shot was taken to the hospital, reportedly is in stable condition. Well, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day and the annual MLK Day Parade is happening at 11 o'clock this morning in downtown Pensacola. Local organization Pensacola Caring Hearts also going to be holding an event uh, following the parade called MLK Fun Day. And they're going to have entertainment, of course. They'll also have a lot of food. We're going to have a professional cook. We're have a lot of chicken wings and fish. And he's going to bring the bouncing house for the kids. Also, we're going to have, like, horseshoes. We're going to play horseshoes. Just different types of games. Pensacola Caring Hearts CEO Fanny Finkley there, and she says they'll also have plenty of educational content to learn more about the life of Dr. King. And uh, the second roundtable discussion on gun violence will be happening later on this week. That event hosted by Sheriff Chip Simmons. It's going to happen at the Brownsville Community Center on Wednesday evening. They'll, of course, be discussing gun violence here in Escambia County. Also, possible solutions, strategies, uh, that type of thing. And they say anybody in the community is welcome and encouraged to attend the event. That's going to happen again 530 Wednesday evening at the Brownsville Community Center. It is 635 at News Radio 923. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives with Candy. Hey, taking a look around. Uh, good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. Not yet anyway. And usually it's pretty light this time of the day. Not showing any problems on I-10. I-110. Certainly use caution wherever you are. Traffic tips, text 437-1620. It's News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Temperatures will be warming up this afternoon into the upper 60s, 10% chance of a stray shower, otherwise partly cloudy skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 62 degrees for your low. As you go into Tuesday, we will be warming up with a small chance of a few showers, 20% chance of rain on Tuesday with a high near 72. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 62. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And thank you, Brooke. 47, it is partly cloudy in Pensacola, 49 in Gulf Breeze, and 37 in Milton. Your next news at 7. Seven breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne. This is News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Things keep getting bigger and better at Daryl Sewing of Pensacola. Daryl Sewing is the largest sewing machine dealer in the Pensacola area, offering a variety of sewing machines, sergers, and embroidery systems, plus a large selection of sewing machine furniture, craft supplies, and fabrics. Financing is available, too. Call them today, 850-438-5444. Daryl Sewing, located at 6705 North Davis Highway, between Creighton and Burgess. Online at sewinginpensacola.com. Ladies, ready to make an impact on our community? Impact 100 Pensacola Bay Area has awarded over $15 million to deserving nonprofit organizations since 2004. All women at least 18 years old are welcome and invited to join. If you are interested in joining, please attend one of our upcoming Meet and Mingle events. For details, visit impact100pensacola.org. 
Tune in to News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. You can also listen to podcasts of all of our local shows on demand and get news and traffic alerts. Listen to local talk shows in the morning and afternoon drive and where Pensacola's home for Brian Kilmeade. News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. like to slice and dice our country into red states and blue states. Red states for Republicans, blue states for Democrats. Nice thing about you, Joe, is that you can sound like a liberal, but it harped you in America. Who filed it? Who filed it? That's when I tell you the bill, and then Candy has to tell me whether it was filed by Democrats or Republicans. You're doing this in today? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've, right. I, we're, we're backed up on a bunch of these bills. And by the way, I, I read the overview of every bill that gets filed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot. I do not talk about all of them. I only talk about the ones I think you'll find interesting. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I do some screening, okay? Otherwise, we I mean, there's been about 100 bills filed in each chamber so far. So, you know, we haven't done all of them. Anyway, here goes. Uh, HB 67, obscene or harassing telephone calls, uh, basically raises the penalty for obscene calls from a second-degree misdemeanor to a third-degree felony. Ooh. And uh, there's a weird kind of requirement currently in the law where the call has to be made to a location where you have a reasonable expectation of privacy. It deletes that kind of weird exemption, which makes it easier to prosecute obscene phone calls. Who's done this, Republican or Democrat? Uh, Democrat. It is a Democrat. Mike Gottlieb, that's right. SJR 94, that Senate Joint Resolution 94, this would be asking for a change to the Florida Constitution. Partisan election of members of district school boards, uh, basically electing, telling you whether it's a Democrat or a Republican for the school board instead of being a nonpartisan race. So changing Florida over to partisan school board elections. Who wants to do that, Republicans or Democrats? I don't know. I would. I, I guess I thought they already did it, but no, I, I all, guess Democrats. It's Republicans. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, with their dramatic majorities, they think that will help them school board races also because school board and educational issues are so much more politicized these days than they were say 20 years ago they've always been political but people didn't always know it and you don't say whether you're republican or democrat anyway so uh that's one uh, i i frankly think that'll go on the ballot uh, and then it's just a question whether it'll pass i guess i I thought it already did because i but you'll look everybody up before you vote so yeah, and should. it's kind of weird because, yeah, yeah, people who have run for, we had this happen this last time around, we had somebody who had run previously as a county commissioner, so you knew their party affiliation, right, even though right. if you knew the person, you would know their affiliation mm-hmm. too. But then they ran as a school board candidate, and you're like, we don't say that anymore. It's weird, <laughs> right? It is but odd, I guess, yeah. I'm, I'm stupid. <laughs> uh, even like Mayor Robinson, you know, was a Republican county commissioner, and then he ran for mayor. Oh, mayor oh. is a nonpartisan position. I guess I hadn't thought about that yeah, either. So yeah. it happens. Uh, not, not that that's related because it's school board, but <laughs> right. uh, HB. B-71, violent offenses committed against criminal defense attorneys. Um, This basically raises the classification of crimes against defense attorneys and makes it as if you'd done a crime against a cop or a judge or or a uh, a corrections officer. Who wants to to do that? I hope everybody, but I would say a Republican. You know what's weird? I don't have it listed here. I believe this is Republicans, but I would be... Expect it's actually bipartisan as well. Yeah, for some reason I skipped the um, uh, the lookup on that one. I'll do it in the break and tell you. Uh, HB eighty seven lactation spaces in courthouses giving 
mothers the chance to breastfeed their children in the courthouses, making sure that every county courthouse has at least some kind of a location for lactating moms, Republicans or Democrats? Uh, Democrats. It is Democrats. Ashley Viola Gant is the one who did that. That's exactly right. Uh, let's see. Tax exemption for diapers and incontinence products, SB 114, making it so that you don't pay sales tax <laughs> on these products, Democrat or Republican? Democrat. Democrat. Lauren Book, that's right. Uh, HB, not, you're too good at this is the problem. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I got one wrong I used to, Friday. I used to I have Alex uh, younger, lesser experienced <laughs> producers, uh, lesser wisdom. I mean, oh. you're 21 and they were 28. But, you know, um, the, the point you. is they were less familiar with the party distinctions. Oh, HB 95, uh, rights of law enforcement officers and corrections officers. Um, uh, it, this one, basically, it's giving there's this thing called a, a Brady Giglio list which is the way you report officers who have allegations or evidence that they have lied, okay, like in proceedings and whatever. And this is meant to be a – that exists, okay? So you can go look oh. up the things that they've been accused of. And it doesn't directly lead to you losing your job, but typically it makes it – obviously it's harder for you to get a job uh, and you're probably going to get fired over it. But it's meant to be so that if you have a um, – if that person shows up in testimony in court against you, that you have to disclose that that's true of them, that you have to basically say, hey, this witness who's a cop had lied before in this case so that we know what their reputation is. Um, Democrat. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Let me oh, oh, explain. More? Okay. Um, it's designed to put some restrictions on that list to make it more protective of cops is the way I read the bill. It's a kind of a convoluted one, oh, but it's then Republican. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Wyman Duggan and uh, Susan Placencia, both Republicans. Uh, HB 93, liability for renting to persons with criminal records, um, that if you are a, a renter, a landlord, and you wind up renting to somebody who has a criminal record. Okay, Mm -hmm. that you would not be uh, basically responsible if they commit a crime against somebody else who's living like in the apartment complex. So you don't have criminal liability uh, to have for having not done a background check or having done a background check and still rented to somebody with a criminal record who wants to protect. It basically makes it easier for people with a record to rent. Because oh, now Democrats. the landlord is not going to turn them down because mm-hmm. the landlord isn't going to get sued if they do something against somebody else. I guess I didn't know they could, so I'm going to say Democrat. Yeah, Democrat. And by the way, in case you think this is a crazy bill, which um, I'm not sure, honestly, what I think about this bill. I'll wait for the discussion. It does exempt things like aggravated robbery, rape, murder, kidnapping, you know, major violent crimes against other people. So it's lesser crimes that they would be shielded from. The major ones, they still, that would not be shielded. Uh, HB 113, uh, contacting consumer debtors. This is a bill that basically says that if you have documented elder abuse, you cannot contact them as a debt collector. If you have human trafficking, which is common, you can't connect, collect them, uh, cl- uh, contact them as a debt collector. Identity theft victims, vulnerable adults, or somebody who was in foster care and had their identity abused. All kinds of ways in which people get scammed, abused, economically taken advantage of. And then debt collectors come in and try to collect against the victim right. who's already been victimized, and you try to collect against them. This would shield those people from calls from debt collectors. Who's done that, Republican or Democrat? I would say uh, Democrat. Republican. Okay, Alex good. Andrade. My Alex, you, <laughs> you're killing me, though, dude. I keep getting it wrong. 
He's, I'm glad you lost your cutie to the mayor. Yeah, he's <laughs> not really. He's he's the one that you. That's twice now that you specifically. Alex. That's right. Well, you know what? Because he has a giant heart. Yeah, no, is it, but he's, he's getting the law done. Good for you, Alex. Compassionate conservatism. President right? Andrade. See, <laughs> telling you, dude. One day I'll donate to your campaign. Four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. You're done for the day. <sighs> Or at least for now, anyway. Traffic on the fires now, Candy. Go ahead. I don't ahead. like this cool game that you just sprung on me, but that's <laughs> fine. Um, I'm just kidding. This is brought to you by Discover. And with Discover, uh, like discovering these bills, uh, you can redeem your rewards for cash any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply and taking a look around. Uh, good news is we're not showing a whole lot of slowdowns or delays. All exits off I-10, I-110 are reporting as clear right now. West Detroit, Johnson, and Olive are clear. No problems on University Parkway or Davis. All checking in without delays. Traffic tips, text Four three seven sixteen twenty News Radio ninety two three informative local dependable. You know if you've got any kind of a plumbing issue, a leak, a drip, a weird sound on the wall, uh, you know the temperature's bad, the pressure is bad, or again you might still have frozen pipe issues that you haven't fixed from back in uh, December when that happened. Hey, call Parbury Plumbing; they will come out and fix it for you. Their number is 477-8782. No questions, no surprises for Barbary Plumbing. And I was trying to give you a, a follow-up here to tell you uh, on that one bill, the violent offenses committed against criminal defense attorneys, and it was Republicans, in fact. Uh, Pat Manny is a Republican, so we did manage to figure that out. 646 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, I do want to let you know, uh, Pensacola Opera. You can come hear the score that inspired the Broadway hit Rent. As Pensacola Opera presents Puccini's La Boheme, following Mimi and uh, Rodolfo from their first meeting, their final devastating moment. So, oh, way to give away the ending. No, I mean, old, you know the ending. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you know the ending. <laughs> you always Just know like the you ending. know the ending of Rent. This is, yeah, exactly. Uh, Puccini's La Boheme, January 20th and 22nd at the Sanger Theater. So, that is coming up this week. And learn more at PensacolaOpera.com. Looking to start a career or change your current career? Pensacola State College is the place for you. Choose from short-term, high-demand career and technical education programs, ranging from commercial vehicle driving to medical assisting. Call 850-484-2000. Are you looking to start your education or to change careers? Pensacola State College is the place for you. We offer bachelor's degrees, two-year degrees, career certificates, and more, ranging from nursing to welding. Apply today. PensacolaState.edu. At Gulf Breeze News, they get it. They know you want to know what's happening in your community, whether that means investigative reporting, area events, or op-eds from your fellow Breezers. The Gulf Breeze News truly is your community newspaper. Call 932-8986 and subscribe today. You can read online if you prefer to use your iPad or computer or get your freshly printed newspaper delivered right to your mailbox. From city to county, politics to sports. Subscribe now at gulfbreezenews.com. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi. Afternoons 4 to 7. After Dave Ramsey on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable.
National average for gallon of gas, $330. The Florida average is $326. Uh, let's see. Best price in the land is $293 in Texas. These have gone up just a little bit. Florida's held steady, but everything else kind of ticked up. $442 in California. That one's held steady. Uh, in Navarre, $309 east and west at the Walmart. That's about $0.04, cents, $0.04 cents higher than last week. $305 in Midway at the, I think that's the Liberty Station. Sure enough, it is. And then $315 in proper if you wait until you get to the, that is the Exxon. Sure enough. Uh, if you're in Milton, the Sefco has a 304. If you're in Pea Ridge, the uh, Walmart has 304. The Murphy across from the Walmart. And then 305 in Pace. If you're into Pensacola, looks like your best price is at the Walmart. Uh, that's uh, 295 on nine miles. Same at the Murphy in front of the Walmart on US 29. Coming in from the southwest side, everybody's over three bucks except for the Shell at Cervantes. And I think that's Pace. Uh, 649 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. These gas prices are brought to you by Pete Moore Volkswagen with the lowest outdoor price on your next new Volkswagen. PeteMoreImports.com. Uh, David Wayne's in the newsroom this morning with our headlines. David? Well, a Georgia football player and a recruiting staff member have died after being involved in a car crash yesterday. A woman that lives near the scene of that crash uh, describes the aftermath. They hit the power line, they hit a light pole, and then they hit the tree, and then they hit the building. Like, I, I don't even... And then they hit, end up behind the car. I can't even say how they would have gotten into that position. And the schools confirmed that Devin Willock and Chandler LaCroix were killed. Two other passengers in the vehicle injured this uh, just hours after the Bulldogs celebrated their national championship win with a parade and a ceremony in Athens. SpaceX celebrating a successful launch of one of their most powerful rockets, the Falcon Heavy. That blasted off on Sunday from the Kennedy Space Center after a uh, 24-hour delay. It was powered by three Falcon 9 boosters, a 230-foot rocket. It carried a pair of communication satellites into orbit for a classified military mission. And Spotify has announced their most streamed song of 2022. Uh-oh. As It Was by Harry Styles, apparently. Yeah. I, had, I hadn't heard it, but apparently a lot of people have because it's the most streamed song of 2022 on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, uh, likewise, unfamiliar. But Candy? I, I mean, I don't know it, but Harry Styles was yeah. in all these movies right, this year, sure. so I don't know. Man, he's got to be on top of the world. That's cool. And, yeah, uh, you absolutely. know, I, I don't know if it's a collective age issue. <laughs> I mean, I'm 29, so of course yeah, it's like, yeah, that, wow. Right? Uh, all, all of our uh, 16 and 17-year-old listeners are like, what? They haven't heard? Oh, the um, David, thanks for the update. I was watching, we've been watching Parks and Rec. Yes. And, uh, you know, Aziz Ansari, who at one point is uh, dating uh, Rashida Jones and, um, you know, sort of. Sort right? of, right, and, right. Right. And, you know, and she he, he walks into the vacation house and uh, there's a picture of Genuine with mm-hmm. the, uh, the office worker, Donna. Anyway, and, uh, you know, oh, you're with Genuine. And Rashida Jones is like, who's that? <laughs> And he almost breaks up with her because, you don't know who Genuine is. What? <laughs> and, you know, my wife and I on our bike ride yesterday, she's like, so who's Genuine? And I was like, he sings one song that you would know, Pony. You know, that's right, it. Right, yeah. And then I did that song for her. Oh, yeah, I know that song. And like, exactly. <laughs> but that's why it's funny. It says, you know, you know the stuff you know. You don't know the stuff you don't know. Right, right. And, uh, you know, I know if you're, it, like, I play a lot of movie clips that are really, like, people who are 45 to 55, maybe 60, really know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you're over 60 or under 40, you're like, what? <laughs> you know, so I understand. You know, it happens. So you know, you know the, the movie Magic Mike? I have seen it. You look taken okay, aback. I am taken aback. I okay. watch a lot of movies. No, you know? I went to go see it probably for the same reason that every 
girl went to see. It was a good anti-drug Because you were, inter- you were yeah. interested in the depth of the script and the, uh, right. the complexity yes. of the characters and uh, Absolutely. the production the value and the scoring. Chops the, and scoring. the scoring. Yeah, was no, great, the sound but, editing but is phenomenal. It really is. It's- <laughs> no, but it was. Yeah, it was a really good movie. I mean, not really good, but it was. It was a good anti-drug message. Oh, I guess it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I went to go see it. it was Five fifty-three. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have it? No. Five fifty-three on news. Oh, the genuine. Yeah, I have I'll it somewhere. It, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd try to grab it. I'll see if I can get it. Because <laughs> like um, I, I do nope, actually nope, I have that in my it. in my archive. But <laughs> that's okay. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Four three seven sixteen twenty. What else do we have going on? Oh, we um, PETA, of course. You know, which anytime you start a sentence with PETA, you figure that the next few things you're going to say are going to make you sound insane or stupid, because um, that's typically how they are. Uh, And listen, I will say this as a conservative and as a Christian, uh, I care about animals. I don't care. I don't think animals have rights. I think that animals matter. and We should treat them well. The difference with rights is things like, you know, does God establish them? Do they have legal protection that you can enforce? Rights are a next level of protection. Uh, But just because something doesn't have rights, you know, like I don't think the earth has rights doesn't mean that you should treat it badly. But the notion we tend to have is that if you want something to be done or you want to take a claim on something, you claim that it has rights and then that gets elevated and eventually people take them seriously because rights are supposed to matter. Anyway, uh, PETA says that uh, Georgia, now that they've got their their win, they should retire the Georgia mascot because it won the national title and because, you know, it's it's horrible and terrible to have bulldogs and keep them in captivity or whatever. Are you kidding me? Ugga is the most loved animal in the world, dude. He could run for governor of Georgia and they would vote for him. And I'm not saying that like But you have to understand, like, see, this is part of why I like to do the show is because you have to understand from their point of view, the love and affection Mm -hmm. is, you know, abuse and terror and perpetuating the the human archy. (laughs) I wish I had a life like Ugga. (laughs) I know, right? I would trade places I wish I with could Uga. be treated as badly yeah. as the UGA mascot, right? That would His be... name's Ugga. Uh, okay. Call him what he is. I will say Ugga. Fair enough. Well done. Like UGA. I get it. Okay. <laughs> and I've never been mad at PETA, but I am now. That's right. Um, you also have a number of people who have detransitioned, you know, that are saying... I was basically led into believing that transitioning genders was good for me and doctors who removed healthy parts of my body, I'm now suing them. There's actually a story about a, um, a person who became a, um, uh, it was a woman, became a man and has now detransitioned back, but had full mastectomy and is now suing the doctors for removing them because saying you shouldn't have done that. It was, you know. For an elective surgery? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, the argument is that should have been talked out of it, should have been told no, shouldn't be so easy to get, should have had more honesty about Dude, there's people. like a whole year you have to go through to I decide to do this and understand. take meds and all of this, so. But that's the argument okay. is that, you know, should have been less willing, less eager to take the money. It's a fairly lucrative thing to do this kind of, you know, procedure. So that's, that's the argument. So that's the lawsuit. And again, to me, the point here is that people who are absolutely convinced at this point in time that a permanent decision or a very, very serious decision is going to be a good one long term. Well, people can be wrong about that. And that's why we should, at the very least, make sure that they get lots of good counseling on the value of the decision or not. Uh, time for Traffic on the Fives with Candy. <laughs> TJ Tatum Channing, the intellectual. Thank you. <laughs>
and set Ugga free. I know. As we take a look at our roads, good news is we're not showing any of these slowdowns or delays. Avalon is clear, not showing any problems on 90 or 98 for that matter. It's good all the way from Navarre into Gulf Breeze into uh, Pensacola Beach. and No issues uh, through Pensacola. If you have an accident or slowdown, uh, please let us know. You can text it in 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I am uh, just about able to give you what you asked for. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> For those who have seen the movie, this is associated with the male st- a certain scene. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say a certain scene. So there you go. That was the that's the genuine that uh, we're talking <laughs> that's about. What you teach. Five. Uh, sorry. Six fifty-seven. <laughs> six fifty-seven here on News Radio ninety-two-three. Informative, local, dependable. Time for future news. Future news, where we tell you what's going to happen uh, before it happens. All right, we've we've kind of now been covering it in its final phases. The uh, Santa Rosa County Commission did transfer the hundred acres to the w- wastewater treatment plant effluent disposal for the city of Milton. Are we are we done arguing about this? No, people like to argue. I can't imagine that the people who have continued to be worked up about this will simply be quiet now. They're gonna because listen, they have thought that anything they could throw monkey in the uh, you know wrench in the works kind of thing that they would do, and they're gonna continue. I would think they're gonna continue because they're so convinced of their cause. Um, so no, I wouldn't think we've heard the end of it. Even though they're gonna build the plant, they've got the treatment site, you know, or the uh, disposal site. So you know that's all done. Um, oh, Milton, and we didn't ever get a chance to talk about this, but back in like September. Milton uh, kind of went through the process of talking about open container downtown, and that's oh. going to be something that they're going to talk about this week. Will we have, and remember, that Milton was dry up until, Santa Rosa County was dry for until not that long ago, I think. Um, but anyway, they're going to talk about having open containers uh, in downtown or at least down by the riverfront. Will they have open container at some times in Milton? Um, yes, but I, I mean... I, think, I know that I've drank over there. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm I not sure that even though it's banned, it never happens, thing. right? That's, right, I think right, obvious, right. But, but uh, I uh, this would that. be legally allowed. Yeah, I, th- I actually think this will happen as well. They've basically gone through the community review process. The, um, you know, the, the committee that handles all that stuff is going to come back with the recommendation. Uh, the Brentwood Park, the zoning changes to let the tax collector build an office complex at the largely homeless park there at Brent and Palafox. Do you think that'll happen? I didn't know there was something over there, so I mean, I'm trying well, they're, to they're, think. They're I wanting mean, to make it. They're, wanting, they're yeah, going through a zone uh, change. Yeah. No, no I, think I don't think. I think it will okay. happen. Yeah. The Commissioner May is in District Where? 3. Gosh. Yeah, right, right. I don't know. They're going to take part of the park and turn it into, right. you know, a tax collector's office or whatever. Uh, will we have a decrease in food waste over the, basically over the nation? Will people start to get that message for whatever reason and start to waste less food? Yes. Also because food is way expensive now, so it's like... Well, I don't think Can you I have show to... you something in a brown cage. You know, I cry large. every time I, I drop an egg on the floor. I cry these oh, days. I know. It's, right? <laughs> it's so painful. And I, I love all the memes. I know what I got. Don't lowball me. You're listening to News Radio 923.